caution. Kelly Ventura backstage contains blatant pretense, frequent sarcasm, and moments of partial lucidity. Listener discretion is advised. Looking forward to this guest. I have worked with him. I actually worked with him for the first time uh, on the show Robin Hood. I casted him as Little John, but he has gone on to do bigger and better things since then. Everyone, please welcome to the show Chris Lopez. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Good. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Now, you currently work as an EMT, right? It's been it's been really it's you've been having a busy busy schedule, so I'm glad you were able to be on the show. Yeah, it's it's been a while uh, since uh, Robin Hood. I was an EMT, and since then I'm actually a paramedic now. So, oh wow, uh, yeah, I just finished that. So, um, working as a full time paramedic. That's so awesome. That's awesome. So if if my heart stops beating, you can race over here because I've had so much caffeine today. If my <laughs> heart stops beating, you can race over here and start it again. That's awesome. Um, of course, yeah. But you and I go back to Robin Hood. Um, one of the things I enjoy the most about directing is that you sort of get to know and discover everyone's origin story, right, about kind of how they become involved in theater. When uh-huh. when did you first start acting, and when did the journey sort of begin for you? Uh, it started back in high school. Um, I was really involved with, uh, with sports and football, and, and I had actually gotten injured um, in football, and I wasn't able to play anymore. So the following year, I needed something else to do. I needed... Uh, you know, just a different outlet to, uh, to right. try out. And, uh, I had never done any acting or take any class. So I joined the drama class and, uh, I fell in love with it. And, uh, the teacher was really supportive. Um, she really, uh, felt like, you know, I should, I belong in theater. I belong on the stage. And so, um, she invited me to audition for the musical and, uh, I, that was actually my first show was the high school musical and that was the name of it, High School Musical. <laughs> I was, that was my next question. Was that the actual yeah. show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had uh, one line throughout the whole show. And that one line I was so proud of. <laughs> uh, you know, I was going to nail it. And it was thunderclap hat-patting. You know, the weirdest line you could get. <laughs> and, uh, but I, was, I took pride in that. And, and that's really where, you know, I fell in love with theater and it took off. Um, and... I don't know what I was doing. Uh, I was downtown by myself walking and I saw a flyer um, for Robin Hood. And, um, you know, I felt like, you know, I'm on a roll. I'm, I'm in theater in high school. I feel good about it. Yeah. Uh, let me let me audition for this show and uh, audition for it. And, and I felt great. And, you know, once we did the show, I fell in love with theater even more, you know, the people, the, the atmosphere, the whole, the whole package, I just fell in love with. Um, and so that, that's kind of where it all started. So, um, yeah. And here I am still pursuing acting. So. 
Awesome, awesome. It, 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 yeah, that, that that's very cool that, that you have, you know, sometimes people get in, you know, they get cast in a show or whatever, and they're like, what, one line? I only have one line. I, don't, I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, you know, hey, can I get some more lines? But it's so nice to hear someone fresh into acting like you and, and getting that one line and going, okay, I'm going to give it everything. No matter how crazy the line is, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it everything. What I enjoyed about the most working with you on Robin Hood is that uh, we kind of created a, a core group of actors that coincidentally all of them either have been or will be guests on this show and that group has kind of held together for a long time which frequently happens in theater but not not always um, I've been <laughs> I've been in some cats that I'm sure Lauren has and you have as well <laughs> where it's like you know I can't wait for closing night I can't oh, wait God. for this to be over <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. and then though I've been lucky enough to work with actors like you Alex Bella Lauren Russ Jack Patino uh, mm-hmm. Tom Nance I got a chance to work with him about a year and a half ago and when you work with those kind of people you don't want to to end. What was it like for you coming out of sports? What was it like for you being a part now of, of a theater family? Man, I, it really felt like I found my people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I really didn't, you know, up until that point, you know, join the um, joining theater. I didn't know, you know, who I actually was, like what I was good at um, and where I belonged. But when I did the show, you know, Robin Hood, I fell in love with everybody. I fell in love with uh, the the show, the theater, um, and we really bonded. We connected like instantly, and um, that was my first time experiencing, um, you know, that kind of connection with people. Yeah, we did all kinds of cool stuff uh, outside of the theater, and uh, you know, I don't think a whole lot of people can say that. You know, they joined a random group of people and turned into a, a big family where here you are doing um stuff as a family and it was awesome so um I'm glad I really got to be a part of that the fact that we really did do like family activities though <laughs> yeah we did Thanksgiving man we had everything exactly <laughs> exactly At each other's houses just like like it was normal we were just like hey whose house are we going to this weekend yeah you know well, hey, I, I get this question often in an interview, so I wanted to ask you as well. What do you find the most rewarding uh, about performing? It would be telling telling the story, you know, getting to the end of the story, knowing that you did a good job. Um, there's a, there's so much that goes into it. Um, you know, all rehearsals and, and labor and, um, you know, just mem- memorization, everything you have to do to to get the story told to the audience. Um, it's just so worth it. I mean, um, you know, you're putting so much time and dedication um, and working together as a team and to tell this story for, um, you know, to take these people on a journey. Um, I think that's the most, you know, rewarding thing about performing is you're live, you're there, you're telling the story in person. Uh, that's what I, That's what I love about it. I, I think that's cool because a lot of times people are, you know, obviously we're, you know, we're actors and, you know, we, we focus on the performance itself and, and how we appear and our spatial awareness and all that kind of stuff. But I think at the, at the end of the day, I hate that phrase. I don't know why I just used it, but anyway, at the core, I think at the core of everything that we, we, we do, it's 
like you're saying, telling that story and making sure we get that across to the audience. That's awesome to hear. We are talking with Chris Lopez, everyone. Stick around. We'll be right back. So this is a segment I call Kelly Needs a Haircut. You know, during this time, I have not gone to get a haircut. Can you believe that? I can because I live with you. <laughs> In fact, last week marked, so the first, the second weekend of, of February, actually, depending on when you're listening to this, marked one year since I had a haircut. Now, under normal circumstances, I'm getting a haircut, what, once once a month, once every three weeks, yeah. whatever, because my hair grows like a chia pet. <laughs> Now, I, it, I'm like, yeah, anyway, it's been a year since my last official haircut. It was the closing of Sherlock Holmes, The Final Adventure, and during the whole eight weeks, they said, don't get a haircut. So I did not get a haircut. So finally, show closed. I get a haircut. Then we go into lockdown. So the front of my hair right now uh, goes all the way down past my chin. I look like an incredibly old version of Tim Burton or, or, or Robert Smith from The Cure. If you're under 35, you have no idea idea who that is google it i have no idea at first my goal was to go i I was gonna go one year without a haircut i've met that goal i've exceeded that goal (laughs) and it feels great it's created you know it's created some momentum quiet i've decided to see how long i can make it without going to get a haircut can i make it two years i doubt it we'll see you know I'm thinking about this now, and this is a great segment for a podcast, right? Something I'm talking about something that you cannot see. Anyway, you know, we focus on the negative things that happen during this pandemic. And a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff that has happened. But what about some of the good things that have happened as well? Focus on those. What what good thing has come out of this time for you? Maybe it's a, a friendship you've cultivated. Maybe it's a new hobby you've picked up, a new show you've discovered on Netflix, or maybe it's been a year since you've last had a haircut. Whatever it is, focus on the good, and you'll have something inspiring, something good to talk about on the other side. Seriously, I need a haircut. Okay, so now you grew up playing sports, but sometimes I know theater kids don't always uh, have that background. And Robin Hood was the first show that I directed that we brought in, actually, Chris Borden as our stage combat director. And when you first say, you know, stage combat, you know, everybody gets excited, right? But then they soon realize it's work, you know, especially yeah. <laughs> especially the way Chris Borden teaches it, right? What yeah, about <laughs> what about the stage combat experience? Did you like? Did you I already know what you probably didn't like, because that's probably what everybody didn't like, but what did you like the most about it? Oh man, um what I what I liked the most was, you know, the physical aspect. Uh everything's fast paced you know you have to um um, you're you're moving really quick either with a partner or um you know with a group of people everything's just fast moving and and you gotta uh, be in the right spot at the right time um so the choreography is 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 great um what i didn't like (laughs) was probably the warm-ups a lot of cardio we would uh (laughs) jog, jog around the theater through the theater um 
yeah, I, I'm surprised he didn't make us do push-ups. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, and, and I think yeah. probably what you probably didn't like about and what Chris is being so nice about everybody that's listening is yeah. is he and I he and I had this one little bit where I just I you know what I told somebody last week I told I told Russ I said you know what I just stopped doing stage combat because I end up looking like Chris Farley's character, the motivational speaker, <laughs> just rolling around bumping into people, breaking stuff, <laughs> and so and so that's I just stopped. What Chris is not telling everybody is that every night I think I would hit his knuckles with the blade of the sword oh, every night goodness. and I knew I had done it I and totally I would come backstage later word and I'd be like afterward and I'd be like Chris man I'm sorry and you were always so kind you were always so nice you <laughs> had a smile on your face and were like no problem no problem no problem and then the next night I'd do it again and it was just it's the same thing and so you were so nice I appreciate that that actually happened during a, I think a live show um, <laughs> yeah it we were that we happened a lot, right man. Out. That happened yeah. a lot. That happened a lot during many live shows. He's being very kind. <laughs> I, yeah, I think after the third third show or something, I, I learned my lesson and I would choke up on it <laughs> and just make sure not to get my fingers there. I think I started wrapping it with leather or something like that, too, because he yeah. like, would come backstage yeah. and was like, man, you know, my hand kind of hurts. Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I know he's uh, not going to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> That's one of the things, you know, I think out of the last, I don't know, eight shows I've directed, seven of them have had at least three, you know, full-on fights, and all of them coming out of the imagination of Chris Borden, sort of the the running joke I used to tell people was, if I'm directing a show, you can count on three things. There will be a smoke machine involved, actors will be thrown around on stage, and there will be weapons of some kind. That's that's at least those three yeah. things are going to happen. You were always, I remember, man, you were always eating before a show. I don't know how you did it. I remember you played <laughs> you played a minotaur in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I remember Chris uh, Borden told me, he said, man, you need to have Chris, Lopez, you need to have Chris warm up or at least start using the minotaur, minotaur, rather, minotaur, ho- minotaur, yeah. minotaur, minotaur horns uh, as soon as possible. Uh-huh. And I was scrolling through my phone the other day, and I came across a picture of you with those silly horns on. You had a <laughs> you had a sword in one hand and a donut. Uh-huh. You had a donut in the other. I think the donut was in your mouth. You were shoving it in your mouth. And the frustrating part of me as an old guy is that you probably downed three donuts and then worked oh. out all your fights. So first of all, how did you do it? That's my first question. <laughs> and then secondly, secondly, how what is your was favorite it? Donut? <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite donut? And then thirdly. How was it fighting with those things strapped to your head? Yeah, uh, well, the eating part doesn't surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm always eating. I always, uh, you know, I'm always starving. I I can always eat. Um, This is true. I've been to dinner. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, My favorite donut, a maple donut. And uh, good man. (laughs) Those those horns, man. They are. They got in the way so much, um, and they would not stay on my head. You know, there's there was this time where I swing like a sword over my head, yeah. and I would just knock those things off. And it, it was we had to use like twelve pins or something to hold those <laughs> things down. Yeah, and uh, they were big attention seekers. I mean, everybody wanted to play with them. Everybody wanted to touch them. Um, things were a mess, but. Um, <laughs> Against my advice, if the prop is not yours, don't touch right. it. Right? Touch it. <laughs> yeah. Say, so, hey, what is what has been your favorite role so far? Um, so far in the theater was when I was Aladdin. That was my first. Awesome. 
uh, main role, and um, that was a really, really good time. I enjoyed um, connecting with every everybody's character on stage, um, working with everybody. Um, that was that was really fun. When you perform, do you still get uh, nervous before a show? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I think that's what uh, you know keeps me coming back to theater. Um, and I think a lot of people can say that as well. It's the uh, the adrenaline you get, you know right before going on stage and and performing uh setting your lines and and putting your heart out there um that's probably the best part about uh theater is everything's live you know everything's fast moving um you know you're telling the story and and so there's always going to be nerves um and you know i think even the most experienced people uh get nerves but so yeah i uh I still get nervous. Um, yeah. I love it. So do I. So did <laughs> exactly. I. Exactly. And I think for me, it's the, the nervous part is is like, I, I heard somebody talking about this on another podcast. I They were talking about, you know, the jitters before a show. And I think uh, for, for me, it's like, okay, I, I, I know what I've learned. You know, you know your craft. You know, you know, Lauren knows as an actress, you know that you've learned everything. And I think for me is like, okay, I've just got to get to that one moment where I say my first line and then and then we're we're good. And I think it's that anticipation for me of getting yeah. to that exactly. one point. It's like um, here's all these people that don't know me, these strangers are gonna judge me. Well, I gotta get to this point before that happens anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as you step on stage, it all goes away. It's just the buildup that's the worst yeah. part. <laughs> oh, that's the hardest part is getting on stage. And then once you're on stage, everything that you've worked for, all the hours you put in you know that's your time to shine that's that's when it all comes together absolutely awesome we'll talk more when we come back chris lopez everybody You know, I'm typically a sarcastic person. I joke around a lot, but this is something I take very seriously. You know, we live in times where we as human beings face pressures on every side. Mental health and well-being is extremely important. I encourage you, if you're going through a difficult time, to reach out and talk to someone. Sometimes employers will offer free resources. There are all kinds of services available online to fit your individual needs. I encourage you, please reach out. Going it alone is not the answer. Please, if you're struggling, and honestly, who isn't these days, talk to someone. You've also gone on to do television as well. Just tell us a little bit about that and like how did that happen for you? Yeah, that that was something um it was kind of an idea that started when I started drama back in high school. And so I went online and I joined this um actor or it was a background actor um kind of company uh called Central Casting. Oh yeah. And so I got into background acting and that was really cool that was such a cool experience um you know i've I've been able to work on um shows like grownish criminal minds uh, lucifer uh, young sheldon so i've I've been able to go on like the warner brothers set and go into these different studios and and just hang out with like big actors and so that was really cool um after i did that for about a year um i started taking some more classes um you know, I'm involved with um, different studios right now and taking more classes so that I can go to auditions and, and you know, hopefully land a role here pretty soon. Um, and so that, that's that been great. Um, 
so I, I love film. I love being on sets and, um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. So you're you're starting to that that process you know is starting to open up as far as we can see you know now my favorite shows anyway are are back you know uh, filming and all that kind of stuff so uh-huh. what is the what is the atmosphere as far as film and TV goes out there what is you know in this sort of I don't know I guess we're still in the middle of COVID but as we kind of mm-hmm. see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I know we didn't uh, originally talk about this, but what does kind of the atmosphere look like right now out there? Um, things are, everybody's starting to open up again um, with the right uh, protocols right. that they're putting in place. Right. Um, so you got to wear a mask. Um, you get tested before every, uh, before you can go on set. And, um, and those tests are not fun. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so I, can't, I can't imagine, you know, being on a show and having to get tested, you know, whenever you're going on set. Um, and so they're, they're, uh, it, it's really different, man. It's really different. Usually, you know, you can just hang out, um, with the whole crew and the cast and, and just hang out. But I think, um, it's a lot different, you know, with social distancing and you don't go really anywhere else unless you're, <laughs> you're in the bubble, yeah, unless you're in the bubble, right. Unless yeah. you're, exactly. uh, unless you're filming. Um, but f- how how would you say that acting would be different in theater? Because you've had experience with both. Um, uh, so how would you say that it's different acting on camera than in theater? And which one do you like most? Do you like it more than theater? Do you like theater more than um, television? With theater, you only get one take, right? I mean, you, you, right. you practice exactly. and you rehearse. Yeah. You can't go, hold you on, can... everybody, stop. We're going right. to redo that. <laughs> <laughs> do that again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you you put in so much time and 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 rehearsing and memorization and building props and stuff like that. But on camera, you get kind of like a short time to rehearse and memorize. But you can take as many takes as you want. You can uh, the director can say, "I don't like that. Let's do it again this way. Let's cut it here. Let's do it this way." You can edit. You can do all this different stuff. Um, so acting you know it's just really minute on camera yeah and big and loud on theater um and i think i'm more of like a uh i like the details the little small details um so i'm really um liking um, being on camera you know being um on sets and and um little tiny changes um you know, in emotion or the way your, you know, the, the way your voice sounds. And it, it's just kind of hard right now, too, because, you know, there's not a whole lot of theater going on with COVID. Right. right. So it, it's kind of hard to choose between the two. They both have their own little, uh, they make you feel a certain way. Because with theater, you know, like I said, all that hard work and dedication to tell a story uh, in one take. And that's really something to be proud of. Um, and then on camera, um, everything's really pay to you know paying attention to detail um so i don't know i think uh i like both of them it's just uh it's like a 50 50 so i i like to talk with cast members and kind of teach them you know as we're doing a show and tell them that you know the skills that they learn in theater uh will help them in whatever profession they choose in life so what skills did you learn in the theater or what talents were you able to kind of sharpen or hone in theater that, that helped you uh, in what people call, you know, the real world? Yeah. Um, theater helped a lot. Um, you know, first off I found like, I guess my confidence, um, you know, 
before theater, I didn't really know um, where I belonged. I didn't know how to channel this artistic, creative side of me. Um, so when I joined theater, I felt like I was home, like I could, uh, you know, get my artistic ideas across. I can express myself in a certain way. And the way that, you know, rubbed off in real life is everything that I do is is kind of uh, in an artistic point of view. Um, mm the way you're able to work together um, with so many people on stage um, is the same way in life. You know, it, it teaches you how to work with your, um, with your surroundings, with the, you know, with other people. Um, yeah. It, it just, uh, it really pushed me to be the person who I am um, and allowed me to express my uh, creative artistic side. And um, yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to do that if I didn't join theater. So, well, it's something yeah. that you're very, very good at, and uh, it you know your hard work is 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 obviously paying off. So, what's uh, what's next for you? Uh, work, theater, and your personal life. You know, what's you don't have to get too personal with us here, but <laughs> what's what's next up for, uh, for you? Hopefully, landing a big show or a, a couple couple commercials. Um, okay. I, I plan on um, with things opening up and and you know wrapping up school here. Um, hopefully, I can get down there to LA and, and be on some, some awesome sets and, uh, you know, land a couple commercials that that's the, that's the angle right there. Um, and, and I, I can see that, uh, getting closer, you know, as, uh, like I said, as things start, start opening up and with more freedom. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed that it's uh, very soon. <laughs> That's so awesome. Awesome. Well, my friend, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. You're one of those actors, like I was saying, you work hard, and because of that, you've been successful. This is a segment of the show that we call the lightning round. So you have 60 seconds. Now, I have not prepared any of my guests, so you will have <laughs> okay. 60 seconds to answer six random questions. All right, okay. there, there's no wrong answers. You'll be scored against other guests on the show. Um, <laughs> now, if you tell me pass, you won't get you know you won't get a point. You won't get credit for that answer. But at gotcha. the at the end of the season, the guest with the highest score will walk away with some fabulous prizes. I have no clue what they're going to be yet, but they're going to be fabulous. So. Oh my goodness. All right, so six questions. Lauren, put 60 seconds on the clock. Got it. Six points available. My last guest, Russ Roberson, went six for oh. six. So let's see oh. what you can do. All right, okay. you ready? Here we go. Ready. 60 seconds and all right. Favorite band? Ooh, uh, Daft Punk. One thing you have coming up that you're looking forward to? I have a audition for a commercial. A Netflix show you've binged. Oh, The Office. Weirdest pre-show ritual. Ooh, uh, push-ups and jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite car. Oh, right now, a Tesla. If I could play any character in any musical, it would be. Any character in any musical. Uh, Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go back. Awesome. Well, hey, I think you still had about 30 seconds, so Perfect. that was pretty cool. <laughs> so you are six for six. You are in the bracket. My friend, you have done so well for yourself. Um, it has been great having you on the show here. You started your theater journey, and then you went on, obviously, that like we talked about, to do bigger and better things. What advice would you have for actors coming up behind you? Uh, some advice would be just, uh, you know, find your passion. And then once you find your passion, uh, figure out your why. You know, why is it your passion? Why do you want to pursue it? 
um, and get your hands dirty. Um, you know, your your why is what's going to push you. And you you got to get your hands dirty because you can't just sit there and, and wait for, um, you know, your dream to come true. Um, you know, people say becoming an actor or getting into Hollywood is, a, is winning the lottery, but it's not. It, it's it's a I mean, you get those stories where people uh, were found, you know, being a waiter and they were asked to, to be this big movie star. Um, and yeah, I mean, that happens. But really, the industry is all about hard work and patience and dedication. Um, so if you're pursuing acting, you know, get involved in classes, um, you know, find a find an acting coach. Um, you know, you can also find an agent. It's just getting your hands dirty, no matter what it is. Um, you know, you, you got to chase your dreams um, and stay grounded, uh, stay patient. You know, this isn't something um, that's really going to happen overnight. You just got to work at it. And uh, and if you can be patient and work hard, you know, everything will pay off. And everybody has their own time uh, when it pays off. So, I mean, some people, it happens overnight. Some people, it happens over a couple of years. Um, just stay patient. If you love it, if your why is big enough, then you'll achieve your goal. You won't worry about one when your time is um just be grateful awesome. that you're able to uh pursue it. yeah awesome if i like what you're talking about your why finding out the why that's yeah. that's very very good then that's central to all actors right finding out the why anyway so yeah. i like that a lot oh, perfect chris that's an awesome answer thank you again for coming on the show chris lopez everyone thanks chris thank you thanks thanks lauren So I could keep talking to Chris. Chris Chris is a great, uh, he's always been a great actor. He's been one of those guys that you have in a cast and you ask him to do something, especially with uh, some stage combat stuff, you mm-hmm. know, you ask him to do something and Chris Lopez will get it done. He'll just, he'll just do it. He'll say, yeah, sure, no problem. And he'll do it. Uh, I, that's what, one of the things that I really appreciate about him. That's so true because it really, it, it, anything as far as, you know, I mean, of course, Kelly has to get his Fiji water every once in a while. So <laughs> someone's got to do that other than me. No, but he really, you're like, hey, can you move the set piece for this scene, this time, this place? And he's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And you're like, hey, can you help this person do this? He's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Can you do this extra scene? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. He's always just willing to work, really willing to work, willing to put in the time and, you know, just just an incredible friend and actor. Yeah. And that's one of the things for actors that are out there uh, listening to these podcasts. Maybe maybe you're a younger student actor. That's one of the things. The less you can be like me, a diva. No, the less, <laughs> the less you can be, um, uh, the less you can be a diva. Really, I mean, at the end of the day, the less you can be a problem or not a problem. That's the wrong word. I'm, but the more helpful you, can the be. more helpful you can be, and See, I'm very helpful. And the more that you, <laughs> the more that you separate yourself from any kind of a negative connotation of the of the, you know, the diva actor or whatever, the more helpful you can be, the more just willing to do whatever, you know, is required of you in that show. Um, And and to convey that to the director that you'll do your best, um, you're going to have more 
parts. You're going to have more roles offered to you because directors, directors do talk. And so <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, if you always show up on time, be professional, know your lines, you're not directing other people in the scene, you're always going to be busy. Right. It's it, like you said, just being helpful. And like I said, with Chris, just being willing to work and you know, that diva persona thing is, it's so easy to slip into, especially when you become such, when you become um, a better actor and an a incredible actor in Chris's case, where it's, you get recognized for those things and people start to, you know, say, you're great, you're really good. It's hard to not let that go to your head. So when you can just stay level-headed and stay grounded during that time and still put in the work as though you were, this is your first show ever, um, that's that's what's going to help you go far in this industry. And those are the things that, that has kept uh, actors like Chris moving on and doing bigger and better things, right. working in movies, working in TV shows. Exactly. You keep that attitude and no telling where you're going to go. selecting the podcast and on behalf of the entire cast and crew we want to say thank you for listening please make sure to remain in your seats until we are parked at the gate and the captain has turned off the seatbelt sign this has been a production of the kellyventura.com